when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, But we will. Uh, And there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty Plenty Questions. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. All of television history is contained in the Box of Delights. Hello, I'm Julia Rayside. Each episode, my guest chooses a favourite TV memory to talk about. Joining me today is the broadcaster and the host of Not Today Thank You, brilliant podcast, Jake Yap. Jake, thank you for coming. Thanks for having me. Hiya. Um, What have you brought to talk about today? Uh, Eye over the edge. Because my first memory of television, I think. Is it really? Yeah, I remember seeing it on the little black and white set when we lived down in Kent, the home of racism. Uh, That's not why we lived there. (laughs) Is is it not? We're just not keen fans of (laughs) cheer on a Saturday. Well, we we turned up the brightness a lot. We just wanted white. We didn't want black and white. (laughs) No, we. I'm sorry, but I I remember being utterly transfixed by this little steam engine. Well, you know, it wasn't. It was being made down the road from you. So whereabouts were you in Kent? I was just outside Edenbridge, near I Tunbridge. Don't know where so there's, it's not far away. So this was being made in Bleen in Kent, which is not far from Canterbury. Okay. And um, it was being made in the barn of Peter Fermin with Oliver Postgate, his friend and collaborator, in the small films kind of yeah. place. Yes. Which I have been to, Jake. Shut up. I've touched it. It's real. You have not. Yep. <laughs> I stood by Bagpuss's window. So I, I was one of the lucky journalists who got to go and interview Peter Fermin in his lifetime. Sadly, wow. we lost him last year. Yeah. Just one of the most incredible people I've ever met and his lovely wife. And uh, she kind of, it was just a magical day. I took my son out of school. I was like, he is not missing this. Oh, yeah. We hothoused him. We made him watch Bagpuss and, and just clangers <laughs> and everything. And he has a Bagpuss that never like leaves his side. And, you know, orange. Completely, yes. Just it. held his eyes open until he went, I love it. Turn it off. I love it. Um, yes, exactly that. But no, we did. We took him down there with us because it was just too magical and lovely. And Peter Furman, we did an interview with him. And um, uh, his wife, Joan, took my husband husband and son on a nature trail in the field behind their house. Oh. Then we, I made them a cake and we had tea in it. It was just one of the most magical days. But yes, the Bagpuss's window is their kitchen window, ah. as was. Yeah. So they, they lived in that house for the whole of their married Forever. life. Forever. Mm. I think Ivy the Engine was the first small films. Yes, thing. I think it was the first thing they collaborated on together. I think Postgate had done a couple of things for Associated Red Fusion and then they sort of teamed
cleaned up. Well, I, I just loved it. And, and Wales had a sort of mythical place in my heart because it's where we would spend summers. Oh, uh, really? When I was a child. We would camp in this little valley. That in, was the, in the top left-hand corner or somewhere it else? It was not in the top oh. left-hand corner. It was right in the middle. But, you know, the association for me of Wales was of joy and escape and yeah. peace and happiness. Yeah. And so this little engine was this kind of representative of, of totally. all that I held dear. Yeah. I mean, Oliver Postgate, the sparsity of the writing and, and what it said was just brilliant. His deep empathy, I think, with the mind of a child. The, in the first series, which is in black and white... This is like Such in the late, very late 50s, isn't it? Cause I, I, late I think 60s, it, I think. Okay, because I think it took me a while to realise that there were kind of two iterations. There was black and white, was it for ITV? Right. And then colour, I think, was BBC. I might have okay. that wrong. Geeks, get in touch. But uh, yeah, it, th- there were two different kind of runs of the show. So I think the right. colour version was that 75 was to 77. Okay. So maybe that was the first time you saw it, but they were probably yes. repeating the black and white ones as well. No, I'm sure I saw the colour ones first, but on a black and white TV. Yeah, but I think they were like, uh, let's see. No, I do have this written down. I don't want to say like. There were 40 episodes in colour and 32 in black and white. Wow. So I know. So there's a lot of Ivor the Engine out there. And I think it probably is mostly available on DVD now, unless some of the black and whites are lost. But um, but it was this kind of incredible cutout paper stop motion animation. Yeah. There was like watercolours, just beautiful. Again, very muted, pretty palettes of like yeah. pale greens and sort of gen- very gentle on the eyes, gentle on the ears. Oliver Postgate's voice is very synonymous with the, relaxation and comforting childhood loveliness. and The yeah. pacing of it was mm. immaculate. It was story time. It was absolutely sitting down and having a beloved relative read you a nice story. Yeah. You know, th- there was no with attempt to dazzle you or excite you excessively. Yeah. In fact, there's, there's a line in the first episode which says, Ivor didn't much like the viaduct. It was a bit tall. Oh, and you think, that's, 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 poetry. that's right. I don't want spaceships flying around. You know, I want you to understand what, how I'd feel about going over a viaduct exactly. as a four-year-old. Yeah, no, no, precisely. It's a bit tall. And the opening, the, the first story is of how Ivor the Engine gets his pipes. Uh, he's got these three pipes, sort of whistles. Oh, that, that make the three, three different notes, notes. yeah. Yeah, uh, played on the bassoon by oh God, that's Vernon Elliott. The theme tune. Yeah. Magical. <sighs> so beautiful. And he uh, was one of the founding members of the Philharmonia Orchestra. I didn't know that. He I didn't know a, much about him. He was proper. He was. I've listened to lots of his, obviously, like hipsters release them on vinyl all the time now. And they're brilliant. You can get like the music from Bagpost, probably the Clangers. I think yes, I've got both can, of those. Yeah. And yeah, because it's just such beautiful music. Yes. And he was a genius. So Ivor, the story in the first thing is, is Ivor doesn't have these pipes. And he's waiting on the viaduct for the driver, Mr. Jones, to go yeah, to live. Yeah, the steam. Jones the steam. To I apologise for my Welsh accent. Jake's is rather better. No, it isn't. <laughs> uh, to go and deliver the fish. Uh, and I mean, it's not bad. Welsh, sort of Gallic, wow. Gallo, Gallic. Anyway. <laughs> You're just trying to make me feel better. Thanks. Um, and so he's waiting and he hears the choir singing. It's the Grumbly and District oh God, yes. Choral Society. Yeah. And he starts to cry because he wants to join in. I can feel it. Are <laughs> you all right, Jake? No. Do you want to stop for a glass not. of water? Or? <laughs> and he says, this is the line, I transcribed it. It was like the hills and the valleys, the trees and the gasworks all singing together, singing their praises to the golden evening sun. <laughs> It's like, oh, man, oh, I can't, I can't. <laughs> And I think he recorded the voiceover in a wardrobe. Really? I think that was how they did the sound installation. Oh, amazing. But it gives it this beautiful wooden acoustic. Yeah. I genuinely, it's a I sound some, booth, isn't it? Basically, it's a way to stop the yeah. sound from going too far away. But yeah. I, I sometimes try to replicate it in a sort of horrible clinical... <laughs> At least that's what you say when you're found in your wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Crying and rocking to and fro, saying, I've come back. <laughs> 
No, there's a, there's a, uh, this is really geeky, but I, I do a podcast and occasionally. I love geeks. <laughs> I, if I put reverb on a voice to give it some room, mm. atmos, I've got some reverb called a uh, small wooden room or something. Oh. And it just has a slight hint of either the engine. Oh, that's very nice. A nice yeah, yeah. warm closeness to like it. Like it. So uh, I just think it's a magical series. I will tell you, I recently, in the last few weeks, bought brand new the Iva the Engine board game. Okay. And what I can tell you is that you could watch all 72 episodes in the time it takes to set up the board oh, game. Oh no, not one of those. <laughs> oh. But it's a good game. It is good, yeah. but it's worth all the effort you're saying. You you drive your steam train, your Iva the Engine around picking up sheep. Yeah, you're Mrs. Porty's hat. Curb crawling. <laughs> <laughs> nice, okay. <laughs> but yes, Mrs. Porty's house is right. there. Oh, okay, is on it? The board. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's a whole episode about her hat, you remember her hat being delivered. Yeah. I like that one. Mrs. Porty's hat. Yeah. If I'd had an indie band, I'd have called it that. That's a great <laughs> Right? Yeah. I know. It's not too late. It's not too late. You think I could have an indie band at Yeah, 44. the 90s are still going. Fair play. Keep it um, going. Did you show this to your son? You have a son, right? I do, and I haven't. Okay. But I'm going to quite soon because we've started playing the Ivy the Engine board game. Okay. And he's now obsessed. And he's like, what is this for? Why? Yeah, he's like, oh, Ivy the Engine. I love Ivy the Engine. And he Amazing. only knows it from this insanely long-winded game so I can't wait to it'll show it'll be a him. pleasant surprise I imagine there's nothing to set up you just press play and you yeah. know lovely stories yeah that's lovely how will you feel are you going, <laughs> going to cry again now yeah. how will you feel watching it through your son's eyes Jake <laughs> I mean what do, you, what do you want from me what kind tears. of emotional yeah loads of tears <laughs> I will feel something. It's been a funny, um, I mean, if you really want to get into it, uh, I've had a slightly weird relationship with Wales. Like, mm-hmm. it was always my favourite place. And I wonder I've the why. Engine, I've the, well, because, because Just because of, of I've the Engine. Because of escaping there. You yeah, because holidays are obviously always happy places. My sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. even wrote a song about it once, which Did you? if you're very unlucky, I'll send to you. Don't sing it now. No. <laughs> um, and so, you know, Wales was always really important. And bizarrely, I went there a, a couple of years ago. And it wasn't a good trip, and I suddenly felt very different about Wales. Like, oh no, have I spoiled Wales in my memory, sort of thing. In a kind of, I, I think I felt slightly. I'm not sure that Wales loves me back. Oh no, you know, as much as I love it. But I'm now not in that place anymore. And I think seeing, yeah, my little boy feels about Wales. I think something of what I do. Oh, that's kind of magic. Yeah. How lovely. And yeah, seeing anything through your kids' eyes is <gasps> just the most wonderful. It's brilliant. Imaginable. Yeah, even if you force them to like it. Sorry, Douglas. Uh, <laughs> but you know, it's tough. He likes it now. He doesn't know why. He just knows he does. And he's got to forever. <laughs> <laughs> It's weird how his left leg starts going, but yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, but he's yeah. fine. He's fine. He's totally fine. Of course he is. I think actually okay, he has got a bag puss. Uh, like uh, right. uh, we did take it with us when we went to visit uh, Peter Furman. And he was most upset because they had done a merchandising deal, I think, in the early 90s. Yes. Which finally sort of unlocked. And that's why you can see bag puss and clangers and, you know, Ivor merchandise everywhere. Probably the board game too. Yes. And he just said that's not that's not canon the fur's all wrong it's like the stripes are too close together and Doug was like oh. bottom it was like no but it's fine because I don't I think it's just an old but it's 40 years old I think it's like a pyjama case I'm not really sure where it came from I'm really sorry anyway moving on moving on his he cake have cake eat the cake <laughs> he wasn't mean about it but he's just Slowly. like you know with the forensic eye of someone who yeah, made yeah, freaking yeah, bagpuss in the person yeah, yeah, he was yeah. like 
I know the fur's all wrong. What's that then? Yeah. I was like, oh, it, it's it, an old family Just heirloom. Slowly <laughs> pushing his head into the cake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing but, to um, see. But those shows, you show them to kids now and the right kind of child. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. not the ones that raised on Playstations. They still have the magic. It's the... But I think even the ones raised on Playstations. You know, yeah. My kid, he's currently stop watching and Star Wars Resistance and playing Lego Star Wars. Yeah. But I'm confident that Ivor will find a place oh, in his heart too. I think so. Because then you can get him onto the hard changed. stuff, penguins. I'm telling you. Penguins. Get him onto the penguins. It's great. It's just little penguins shuffling around around the barn in Bleen. It's all filmed in the same place. Yeah. So have you not even heard of the penguins? I've not seen the penguins. Jeez. Tell me you know Nog in the Nog. Of course I know Nog in the Nog. <laughs> right. Small films homework, penguins. It's okay. on DVD, Jake. Okay. Sorry. I thought you were a massive nerd. Physical media's dead, Julia. You've misrepresented yourself. <laughs> Right. Thank you so much for bringing that. God, that ended on a nasty note. It's about over the engine. This is all wrong. <laughs> I should apologise to small films now. I right. Think. Before you go. Yes. And thank you for bringing Honestly, thank you for bringing Ivor. I oh, love him my too. Pleasure. Um, please take a question from the Box of Delights. All right. <laughs> Bergerac or Lovejoy? <laughs> well. Depends what for, doesn't it? But like. <laughs> I mean, it seriously you might, does. If you're constipated. Yeah. <laughs> then neither. Yeah. Um, okay, who do you want to go, first of all, who oh. do you want to go to the pub with? Oh. You can only go with one. I would say probably Lovejoy. Mm-hmm. Because I don't really remember Bergerac, but I feel like John Nettle seemed quite laconic hmm. in it. Okay. That's just my perception because I didn't okay. really watch either of them. You didn't really watch? Yeah, uh, so this meh? is a this is a tricky eh? one for me. Okay. But I'm going to go with Lovejoy. Because he's fun, a bit of a wag, and I there's a lot like about antiques. There's stuff going on there. Yeah, antiques and... Twinkle and, in the eye. And gunslinging. <laughs> Does it have to be the character? Am I going with the character? Yes, of course, the character. Oh. What are you talking about? This isn't about Deadwood. It's about Lovejoy. Take it seriously. I'm taking it seriously. God. <laughs> I'll go with who you want to go. Who would you... I want to... Come on. Okay, well, I think I think you're right. In the pub, Lovejoy would be a right laugh. And Bergerac would be too. Don't get me wrong. But, you uh-huh. know, he'd probably say, I'm on duty, just the one. You know, that no one wants to hear that. <laughs> In the pub, that'd be like, oh, come on, let your hair down. Oh, take off your bomber jacket. Um, no, no, but no, I'm so right. pub, yeah, yeah. Lovejoy. Did he talk like that? Um, he was sort of a bit country. No, no, it was quite like that. No, no, Bergerac was sort oh, of, um, he lived on Jersey, and I don't yeah, know if yeah, there's yeah. an accent for that, but he was a little bit sort of country. I don't know, a bit like that, wasn't he? I don't know, really. oh, I don't, I He's a little bit rough around the edges. Not the real guy, obviously. Um, John Nettles is incredibly well spoken. And uh, when I was a teenager, he came to the RSC, which is down the road from where I lived. Mm-hmm. And uh, he came to this thing at my local youth theatre and we all got to meet him. Mm. And he was terribly, terribly nice and very well spoken. RP said, there's all this jobs for you all down the road. <laughs> and we just thought he was great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, OK, so we go to the pub with Lovejoy. Um, in a crisis, I would say Bergerac, maybe, if you have no opinion on that. So if the pub just... catches fire, yeah, Bergerac. He'd take off his pleather bomber jacket and beat of it course. out of immediately and everyone would be saved. Yeah. Well, <laughs> On that image of John Nettles beating it out. <laughs> Thanks for coming, Jacob. Bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find links to the YouTube clips from today's episode on our Twitter feed at Box Delights Pod. Come and say hello. Bye. Great 
I'm Keza McDonald. And I'm Ellie Gibson. And this is our new show, Extra Life. It's basically us talking to funny people about video games. When I was a kid, it was Grand Theft World. There's Sinclair ZX Spectrum. We talk about the games people remember from when they were kids and what they're playing now. Guitar Hero. The Last of Us 2. Combat on the Atari 2600. No, I love Pokemon. Anyway, find us anywhere you get your podcasts. Extra Life. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, Roland Garros promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens.